This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back to That Mill Podcast. My name's Omar. Joining myself today to my left-hand side or right-hand side on the screen is Stephen Jones. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good, Omar. How are you? Very well, thank you. We've also got Benjamin, Ben Green. Hello, how are you? Well, good, mate. Long time. Things. Dream, mate. Good to have you back on. And we've also got Mr. Dan Sexton. I feel like I've got I've gone all your last names there, boys, but we're going to do it. Docs you all. Hello, Dad. How are you? Evening, mate. I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm quite excited to do this show with you three tonight because we're going to be answering some predictions and some questions that I've posed to you guys just five minutes ago before recording. It'll be your generic prediction questions of what stop position we'll finish the season, for example. And then we'll have a couple of outlandish different questions, such as will Gary Rout be the middle manager at the end of the season? So if you're here for a good time, this is the right show for you. We'll go straight into it. I mean, sod it. We'll go straight to the big dog one there. What position, Stephen, will Mill finish this season and why? Off you go, mate. I'm going to flip it round and say to you, Omar, what position are Mill <laughs> going to finish this season and why? Well, I already know what you boys are not going to, not <laughs> going to say it, so I, I'm going to go for it. Mill will finish sixth place this season. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and and why? Because you boys are all going not, not top six. <laughs> Look, I think the championship, we all know this, we've all discussed it in various different shows and group chats, and I think a lot of people will share this with us. The championship is going to be difficult this season, much more difficult than it feels like the last few years. I feel like it's a cliched argument, though, because the championship's always difficult at the start of the season, but some teams always nosedive, some teams always kind of fluctuate up and down. I think we'll be in amongst it. I, I think, realistically, 8th to 12th is probably where we'll finish. But for the sake of this prediction show, Stephen, I'm going to go sixth place, mate. Where do you think we're all going to finish this season? <laughs> I think I think you're bang on. And now we can all be sensible now Omar's made a fool of himself. Um, I I think I've, I've put on our little game that we've got, obviously, internally, I've put ninth. Um, I think in recent years, it's always been a case of the defence will see us through, we'll get some clean sheets and, and we'll earn points on the road by being hard to beat. And, you know, looking to, to nick one nils. I think this year it's going to be different. I think we're going to score quite a few more goals than what we might be used to. However, at the back, it might be harder to keep them out. And I think that'll ultimately cost us perhaps a top six. Maybe challenging just in and around Christmas, but I think possibly miss out again and ninth place finish But for me. I'll take ninth, I'll be honest. <laughs> I really wouldn't take ninth at this time of the season. Dan, they're hard to predict this time of the year because there's still the transfer window open for another month. But what have you gone for, power, And what's your reasoning behind it as well? I've also gone for ninth. I do think we'll fall just short again. I just feel like Gary Rowett is never destined to make the playoffs for Millwall because um, it should have happened by now and it hasn't. So I don't think he's ever going to do it. I think we'll fall just short again this season. In my head, I'm going off the assumption we're going to sign a goalkeeper, which is what the Lions came out um, on Tuesday morning from Chicago. Um 
doesn't think we're going to sign a centre half, which does send alarm bells ringing to me. Um, if he came out and said, I think the club are going to sign a centre half and a goalkeeper, I might have put us up a couple more positions, but I can't see us being any higher than ninth, not with that back three. Just to steer it off topic, just quickly, Dan, how did you feel earlier when you saw Charlie Quezwell sign a new deal at Leeds United for four years? Uh, I was gutted, but I wasn't exactly surprised. If, I was, sh- To be honest, I was shocked they didn't recall him halfway through the season. I know it wasn't doing great, but Leeds mm. just defensively were absolutely hopeless to watch last season. Uh, I mean, I, not Millwall related, but like they had Luke Hayley playing at right back and then they had Cody Drammer out on loan at Luton, which was just mind-boggling to me. So, yeah, I was gutted to see him sign a new contract, but wasn't surprised really. Brings an end to that whole hope more than anything else. But yeah, Ben, how about yourself? What position will Mill finish this season? We've got sixth, ninth, ninth, and... It's not going to get any better from me, lads. Um, I'm saying 12th, and based on all the reasons we've just said, really, I think the championship this year is as hard as it's been in a few years, not even the last couple. I think the three that have come down from the Premier League are better than the three that came down last year. Um, and I think the three that are coming up, was it the records point point tally for Plymouth and Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday were tearing away with the league for pretty much three quarters of the year. So I think, you know, them three are, are going to be strong. I did say last year that I think Coops and Hutch were probably one of the best centre-back pairings in the league and would get in most sides. And I now just think that having the injuries that Hutch has had last year, all the contract talk with Coops, I feel like we're just at a bit of a natural cycle with a couple of players. And with the news, it doesn't look like we're going to be after any centre-offs. Yeah, it does worry me slightly because I think, again, we're probably going to be looking at playing three at the back. Um, So, yeah, I I just think, as I say, the quality of the teams that are going to be coming up and coming down and us a lot strengthening in key areas, or to us key areas, and certainly a keeper, as we've already mentioned, I think we're going to be 12th. Sorry. I'm happy I went for sixth now because, I mean, you know, it's delusional. I have to agree with all the points made and let's be honest, it's going to be a tough season. But I think under the current manager we've got, we'll compete in games more than we will not. And I think that carries some weight in the championship. You've got teams that will blitz the league. You've got teams that will nosedive and underachieve. But you've got us that will always be in amongst it. And I think there's some value in that. I mean, Stephen, I think, I don't know if you agree with me on that one, but I think, you know, we won't we won't lose games. I mean, it's good age very well, but we won't lose games 5 or 6-0. <laughs> um, I, I, under previous managers, we might have done. Holloway comes to mind. We was reminiscing about, you know, back in the day, Holloway, I remember going as well on a Tuesday night. We got them on Saturday, for example. But under Rowett, it doesn't feel like we'll, we'll get battered by teams often. No, I think the, the thing that Rowett, uh, his mentality, isn't it? That's the one thing I think he's brought to Millwall, that when he is no longer with us, I think that's the one thing that we're going to have to perhaps persist with when we moving forward as a club. The mentality was always, you know, we're underdogs, we're you know, we're fighting, uh, you know, punching above our weight. These were all typical Harris comments, and to a certain extent, you know, other managers, you know, would probably look at us in that category. But Rowett come in and completely changed the mindset. He gave the fans hope that we can turn ourselves from a team that's towards the bottom of the league to a team that's competing for the top six, and he has shown that we can do it. So I think mentality goes a long way and that, that ties into what you said. I think the players don't believe that they're, you know, bottom of the league fodder. They believe they belong here and that goes a long way in games where you don't get battered. Again, could could age very well on Saturday. But 
I don't think it will. And I don't think it will many times in the season. If we get battered, so I don't know if I'll be able to do a show on Sunday. <laughs> so that way. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on. We'll go on to the next one. How many games will Mill win at home this season? I'll give you context because I help you guys a little bit here. Last season, we won 11 at home, six draws and six defeats. Ben, coming to you first, mate. How many games will Mill win at home this season going into 2023-24? Uh, I'm going to say an improvement on last year and say 13. And I think just basing that slightly on them, a couple of results that stick out to me that we definitely should have won. Huddersfield, Birmingham, we played well and didn't manage to beat them. Um, and Hull, those three games stick out to me at the back end of last year or mid to back end of last year that we, we certainly should have picked up on. I think there was a, well, there, there always is that view of us having really strong home form. Um, so yeah, I th- I'm going to say we're going to improve on it and I'm going to say 13 wins. It's interesting, judging by your reactions to pinking out them games, Ben, you're suggesting Mill won't do a Mill all next season and actually win games we should win. Uh, you're, you're discounting that kind of statistic there for Mill. Yeah, now, now you've said it, nine. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, we, we, we will chuck in a couple. I mean, we're just replaced them results this year with Plymouth, Rotherham and someone else is probably struggling at that time, QPR or someone. So, yeah, um, we will chuck in a couple of dodgy ones without that. I think if we win 13 games, Dan, I think we're probably going to be right in amongst it. I mean, I, I like Ben's prediction. Maybe away from home, we'll struggle more. Who knows? Expect to get his 12th place finish. But what's your number, Dan? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna up Ben slightly. I'm gonna go out 14. I just think that there's, a, we've got a few more bigger teams coming down than Den this season, which means bigger atmospheres, and we we usually quite good value in them. Obviously, you know, against Leeds in particular, we have quite a favourable record against them. Um, so I, I'm going to up it slightly. I also think, I mean, I've, I've gone us to drop down a couple of places, but I think the standard in the league has gone up. Um, so I think we are going to have to try and pick up more points at home. I was a little bit shocked, actually. I only said 11 wins, to be fair, um, for last season. Mm. I thought, only six defeats as well. Maybe that should be yeah. finished as well. But I mean, yeah, well, we've done no, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to go with 14. I'm going to be I'm going to be bold. Dan touched on the um, crowds and attendances, obviously, Stephen. And towards the end of the season, we did start to set out record-breaking crowds at the Den. What's the vibe going to be amongst the crowd come Bristol City at home? Obviously, you know, we know it's going to be quite a miserable day for a lot of people there. Obviously, we'll do our ceremony for John Bellson, and I'm sure the club will definitely do him justice to that front. But what do you think? What is that home form going to continue? The crowd back in? What's your opinion, Stephen? Well, firstly, I think everyone should go and buy a season ticket if we're going to win 13 or 14 games at home based on what those two have just said because that looks like it's going to be a good season at the Den. I'm pleased I've already got mine. Um, no, the the first the first game is going to be, I think, in a way, it's the only time where the result, I won't say it doesn't matter, but the result will play second fiddle to the occasion and the fact that the Berylson family will be there to win would be superb it would I think it would lift everybody it would boost everybody but it's it's more for the fans and the family to be able to celebrate Berylson so yeah that'll be a great day sad and emotional but it'll be a great day for, for his family I'm sure um home form if our home form isn't good I often you know you, you worry you know how, how you know, where, where we're going to end up in the league I'm going to go a little bit lower than the two boys, but not too far. I, I I would probably say I think around the same. I'm going to I'll probably stick with eleven wins. What I, what I think you might find this year though is 
similar to what Ben said, there was games that we lost that we probably shouldn't have. I would expect us to not maybe lose as many and turn those perhaps into draws, pick up a few more points. Um, but the home form is absolutely crucial. As most teams say it, but for us it really, really is because we do tend to struggle, especially early away from home. Nice, I like it. I'm going to go 12th. Um, I think we're going to go one better um, in and amongst it. I think we've got a good little variation there, obviously, from us. I think the the element of the crowd selling out of the den, big games as well. You know, the first three home games, Bristol at home, Stoke at home, and then Leeds at home. If it was three wins and three at home after the three games, you feel like the form carries itself at home. Um, and I think it's important to get off the winning start and at home. Hopefully we do it, but we'll have to wait and see. How many games will we win away from home is what I've also gone for here, guys. And context again, do you want it or do you really know? It's, it was eight wins away from home last season. So I'll go first. I think we'll win six away from home. A bit of a decrease. I do see us regressing a bit this season because of the competitive nature of the league. I think we'll go away to the likes of Leeds and you know that uh, the atmosphere will obviously bring us into the game. But I think we'll struggle at these sort of clubs. I really do. I really think these sort of games get overrun at times. Um, but... Yeah, I've gone for six. Stephen, I'll come back to you. What's your prediction for away wins? When you say that, that's six out of 23, isn't it? It's 23 games away from home. When you say it like that, that's really depressing considering we've all been talking about how many games we want to go to. Yeah. And if we're only winning six, that's going to be really depressing. Um, I actually think, you know, nine. Okay. I think we'll go better. Well, I think we'll go better than last year. I, 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 the reason why I say that is I, I honestly think in games away from home last year, once up, we all went to obviously we we went some together individually as well, and and watching streams, there were so many moments where we had chances to to win the game and we just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. I really think I really think Nesbit is is the man to to deliver a few more points, especially away from home when you need to nick a goal. So I'll go one better, nine away wins. I've talked myself out of six. I've gone seven now. I've changed my mind. Seven, seven <laughs> is my final answer, guys. All right. My logic is similar to yours, but I also think on the counter away from home, we will be quite explosive. I, I don't think we'll do as well as we did last season, basically, but I think we'll have moments where back against the wall and suddenly SA, Nisbet, what more, Fleming, if he's still around. These players will make a difference away from home. So there you go. Dan, how about yourself, mate? What's your prediction for away wins? I am going to go with six. I know you've just bumped it up slightly, but I we we are we always start really really slow away from home as well. You know, I I don't want to be kind of pessimistic already, but I kind of feel like you can kind of write off kind of them first few away games, kind of almost up until kind of October to be honest, because we never kind of went away until then. Um, so I can see Stephen's got his head in his hands already at that comment. <laughs> we we never we never start off massively well I mean start off even worse away so I just I I think home form is going to be more important for us this season than we are because uh, I think we're going to regress away from home Ben what are you on for mate well I've just been sat here just been a bit of a loser so just based on <laughs> predictions and Dan's predictions that's going to give us 60 points from our wins once <laughs> so out of 20 games we got we make last year sixty eight, so we got twenty games to improve on our point tally of last year. Twenty six so, games actually, twenty six games. Twenty six. So yeah. that's fucking a lot of defeats. If we're going to struggle, <laughs> it's a very long year. Um, but I'm actually going to go well. 
from that because I just, again, I'm just having a look through the knee and I just, we have improved away from home under Rowe. It, it's been a steady increase, but I do, I'm looking at all these teams and I'm going, I don't think we're going to win there. I don't think we're going to win there. And I'm going to Oh, oh God. <laughs> the optimism I'm getting fueled here. I mean, <laughs> uh, I yeah, think I'm going to, on the, I, think, well, I need to be a bit more positive. Let's go with, let's go with, we're going to match him. We'll, we'll go with eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a jump. I went yeah, from four to seven, but yeah, look, I think, I think there's, it's, it's there for us for some shithousery. I don't know, Dan, though. Like, this next year, big games away from home, sit deep. You know, Cooper can't really play a high line with him. Hutchinson can't play a high line with him. Wallace can't play a high line with him. Defenders are going to sit deep, absorb that pressure. And then there's gonna be some shit house away wins. No, I think there'll be a couple. There will be. There will be a couple. Yeah, there'll okay. be. There'll be a couple like that. And I think there will be away games that we win actually, kind of based on our on our quality. Weirdly, you actually kind of look at some of the home games that we kind of struggled in. You know, against the lesser teams, sometimes we actually go to these teams and beat them. So, you know, um, maybe that might happen again this season. So I think we'll get a couple of shit house. Uh, kind of one nil away wins. I think we'll get a couple more kind of deserved away wins, but I just I don't see it being a particularly enjoyable season on the road. Interesting. Okay. Right. One word answer to all of this next question, guys. Just go bang, bang, bang. Ben, who will be our top goal scorer this season? So it's going to be unanimous this one, but uh, yeah. this... Dan, if he stays fit in this bit, Stephen, Andreas, no, 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 <laughs> Kevin this bit. You took my one liner. I was going to go the Mackie or someone. <laughs> I think we're all unison. If she stays fit, as the caveat, as we all said there, and this we're all worried about, but let's be honest, this is going to be the key element, I think, for us. Ben Shep was. I'm going to check out Bradders. I'm going to say Bradders is going to outdo him then. Go on. I, I backed Bradders to be a top goal scorer last season. Um, so I, I, I like Bradshaw, but I, I can't see I can't see the two of them working up top together. Go on, Ben. I'll come to you back on that one, actually. Bradshaw and Nisbet up front together, do you think? Or how's that going to play out this year? Yeah, I think it's going to be totally down to formation, I think, isn't it? Um, if we go with a four at the back, he obviously favoured the, the sort of 10 role Fleming in behind um, Bradders last year. I think if we're playing three at the back, then it's going to be naturally just them two are going to be playing most of the game. So, look, I think we've got a really decent partnership there and a, and a, and a partnership where I'd probably go back to sort of the Morrison Greg's not to that sort of level but I could see him working like that um I know people said they're two very similar players but yeah I'm excited by those two Radders coming off on obviously his best season for us and I think we've all been very excited about what we've seen during pre-season in this bit so yeah fingers crossed I think both of them need to stay fit I think that's the big for us um yeah Totally agree with you there. I, I can't help. I, I, we're not talking about last season, so predicting for this season. But would he, with this bit signed in January, guys, would we have made the playoffs? We're not in. Ben is agreeing. Mm, Dan, yeah, I think so. At the rate he's performed in pre-season, yeah. Okay, well, that's the last time I mentioned last season. I promise. <laughs> um, who will be our top assister? I'm going to go first on this one, and I'm going to put a name out to the mix. And I don't know if you guys will have it too. I'm going to go Joe Bryan as a top assist this season. Two nods from Ben and Dan. So for that reason, I'm going to go to you. No, so from Ben and Stephen, I'm going to come to you, Dan. Is who have you got for the top assist? I I do think Brian is going to be kind of up and around there, but I I just want to be kind of a bit different. So I might get I might get this might be an absolute howler come the end of the season, but I'm going to go for Billy Mitchell. 
Interesting. Wow. Okay. I just think the way, you know, you kind of look at that assist he got in, in the Cholton game, you know, the way he kind of brought the ball quite far forward and then managed to get that pass, like a brilliant pass, cutting the lines in behind. Hopefully we can see that a bit more from him this season because I feel like he's a very steady player and he kind of needs to add that a bit more to his game. I'm hoping this might be the year he does it. So, and as well, I just I just want to be different. I do think Brian's going to get a lot of assists and obviously you'd have to say as well, whoever's going to take our set pieces, whoever that is, depending on who's on the pitch, will probably get a lot of assists as well. I haven't seen him take any pre-season for the two games I watched, but I thought Joe Bryan would be on the set pieces personally. I don't know if that's something we'll keep him close to our chest, but go on, Ben. Well, that's why that's why I went for him. So I mm. sticks out to me. Obviously, the free kick he scored in the plough five for Fulham, mm. and I'm sure he took their set pieces. So um, I wasn't really banking on him whipping so many crosses into our five foot four strikers that we've got. So I was going on the set pieces for for um, Bryce. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Stephen, you've gone for Bryce as well. I take it right. Yeah, I'd, again, similar to what I said earlier, the game that we're playing in, in the in the group. But Brian, I think, is going to be up there. But one, not to be different, but I think who'll push Brian close is Duncan Watmore. I think we've seen enough of him in pre-season that if he's going to play in that number ten role or have opportunities in that number ten role or or you know a free role, I think he can really really hurt teams. And I think he he'll he's one to watch that but I think Brian will just if he's on the set pieces which I'm working on the basis that he will be I think Brian will will just um will nick that I'm going to throw a wild card in for Romain Essay as well I've got this image of Essay getting to the byline a lot squaring balls back into the box and mm. it's better um Bradshaw get on the end of it I could I could, I could feel that one happening essentially even Fleming get on the end of it if he sticks around but yeah okay so there's our prediction for assists who will get the most bookings and red cards so especially one so just physically get shown our cards Count it into one. A bit like if you do a bet, you can bet on the booking points. Who's going to get the most bookings and records this year? I will come to you first, Ben. Uh, I know he's out for a little bit of the season, but I'm just going to go with Honeyman being my most bookings player. I just think he loves riding around like a waffle, isn't he? Um, on the way to with, with Honeyman, I actually really like Honeyman. But yeah, I'm going to go with him. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And red cards. We were chatting about this, weren't we, before um, we went live. We haven't had one for a while, so I'm going to go with... Uh, Danny Mack leave him alone leave him alone <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Casper Denor I think the pace of the game will might catch him out a couple of times the pre-season is similar as well I think he'll win some of the fans over for his tackles because Mill fans love seeing a midfielder tackle the ball um, and tackle the man in the process as well but my suggestion is Casper Denor for yellows and it's the same for red cards as well actually um, Dan you nodded when I said that Oh, I think I think Casper for the red cards. Uh, I I just think he he might be one of them, particularly early on, where he wants to make a good impression, and he he doesn't look like the type of guy that's going to kind of shy away from these tackles. Um, so I think he's going to be the red cards, yellow cards. I think it's Murray Wallace. He he likes a yellow card, and it looks like he isn't get. Well, he definitely isn't getting any quicker. Um, let alone the fact that he's covering. Defenders could be kind of Cooper or Hutchinson, so I feel like he's going to be wanting to take a fair few tactical yellow cards. God, the optimism coming from that corner mm. there is, is is honestly a whirlwind. <laughs> Stephen, obviously, mate, who's your prediction for yellows and red cards? It, 
Uh, we haven't spoke about this, but Dan's just basically taken exactly what I was going to say. I think Murray Wallace is absolutely nailed on for the most yellows. He just in that, just playing as a centre-back as well, it just concerns me how many times he's going to get called for pace and just hack the guy, whoever it is, down. Um, and I think Casper, again... I think he's I think he's going to come in and I think he's going to do really really well but you're going to get those big games your Leeds your Leicesters your Southamptons where I just, I think he's just going to go in and absolutely kill someone and I and I don't think he's going to be able to control it and the fans will love it you know you know they, they love that but I I just think sometimes he might lose a little bit of control so um yeah Casper de Nord for the for the Reds <clears throat> I like it Next question. Will Millwall score 60-plus goals this season? Um, to give context, I'm just trying to work out now, but this stat size is a bit interesting. I've got 31, 7, 38, and I've 50. So 57 goals we scored in the league last season, if I'm not mistaken. Will Millwall score 60-plus goals next season? Over to you, Stephen. Yes, absolutely. No doubt, no doubt whatsoever. But if you ask me how many we're going to concede next to it, I'm concerned. So... Um... But we will score 60-plus goals next year. Ben, how many goals will we all score next season, mate? 60-plus or more? Let's fall No. No. Okay. Dan, 60-plus? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we will because we all said Nisbet probably would have been the difference maker. If we got so close to 60 last season without him, given these goals he's going to add, I think we will get there. I'm going to go 60 plus as well. I think we're going to end up losing games like or drawing games 2-2 and 3-2 and it's not the route style. I'm aware of that but the firepower in that league that season is going to be a culture shock I think for us to be honest. Um, but I think we'll we'll swim to we'll rise to it and we've all discussed that defence. I'm a bit worried about it but <laughs> I'm going to try to be positive at the same time. Um, next question is clean sheets. Um just bring more positivity to the chat as we stand. How many clean sheets will we keep next season, Stephen? Oh, why? Why would you go to me first? <laughs> um, anyone watching this video is just going to think, "Christ, Millwall are going to be terrible." If, if, and non-Millwall fans are going to just think, "Right, bail them to get relegated." Um, options are going down. It's just right for the minutes. I'm watching that show. Um. Right. We kept, 15, we kept fifteen. We kept fifteen. We kept fifteen last season. Just so you know. Have you got? Uh, uh, have you got a split between Long and Bart at all? Is there one? Could be. Right. I don't. I don't recall Bart keeping. Long had twelve. I don't. Re- I really don't. Other than Rotherham, to be honest, like I'm. Well, Ben's obviously said he got. He got um, three. But other than the Rotherham game on New Year's Day, I actually don't remember Bart keeping a clean sheet. Hmm. If if George Long is our goalkeeper, um, I don't think we're going to keep many clean sheets. Um, he got so he got twelve. I think if we don't sign a goalkeeper, Long's going to play the majority of the season. I think that's a fair assumption because it, it's quite clear that Rowett doesn't fancy Bart in you know playing out from the back, etc. So our forty six games, I'll go with seven. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna what? How many points did he say we're gonna get, uh, Ben? <laughs> Over the course of the back season, eight. 
11 at, oh no, yeah, it was 11 at home and 9, 9 away from 60. I like it, 20 wins. Listen, listen, I, I love it. In the, the, the year that, the year that um, when I think Liverpool come close to winning the league, their, their mantra was, we're just going to outscore the opposition. That's what we're doing this year. That's what, that's what the plan is. That's it. I mean, if we're not signing any more centre-backs. Old song of the Dens has been put in. Just get, get Vindaloo on. I, after every goal, I would love Vindaloo after a goal. Then. I think it's oh, like, no. amazingly. <laughs> ben, over to you, mate. How many clean sheets are we going to get this year? We've got seven from Steven so far. Yeah, I, do you know what? I, I said we're going to finish 12. I just think we're going to struggle to win as many games as we did last year. I'm going to go with the same number. I'm going to say Longy is going to keep 12 again this year. Okay. Do you think we'll sign a new goalkeeper, Ben? Come back no, to that one. I don't think we will. I just think... Yeah, I just... I, no, I just I to, we're just going to... It's going to have to be better than George Long, which I know the bottom one's going to be going, that's difficult, isn't it? We've signed anyone to, to be better than George Long. But I just think Rowett will probably look at it and try and spend money elsewhere or get a loan in for elsewhere on the pitch. So I don't think we will get a keeper in. you got any elves, Ben. So, yeah, I mean, just to context, Danny, he's obviously Ben's mentioned there about trying to spend money elsewhere. Would you rather set half come in or goalkeeper first before you give your prediction? He has a choice. There's a question. Given we do have centre half options, uh, listen, I, I might get pelters for this. I'm going to say I think we also, we don't just need to move on from Long. I also think we need to move on from Bart. He's now 35 36, coming out of his prime, hasn't played first team football for a year. Rowett clearly doesn't fancy him for whatever reason. I love the bloke. I think he was a brilliant player for us. But I think we need to be looking to get a new goalkeeper in. And ideally, someone a little bit younger who could be here for kind of five to ten years. <clears throat> um, so that's my opinion on that. How many clean sheets, mate? I'll go, I'll go in the middle of these two, but leading slightly more ambitiously of ten. Okay. And I say, though, before, if we sign a goalkeeper, another goalkeeper, my number would go up. Mine is based on George Long being the number one for the season. So I'm going to say we're going to sign a goalkeeper and we're going to get 15 clean sheets. That's We're going to get the same as last season, which I'd be very happy with. On Longies as well, over. So, he, I mean, he, so he played 36 games according to transfer market, which is 33% in terms of clean sheets. I think that's a fair percentage considering how useless we all think he is. <laughs> No, I'm just being serious. Why? I think quite high percentage. I think recency bias comes to mind because obviously how poorly he was in that Blackburn game, and this is the problem I've got with it as well. Because I think that that crowd, if we have the sellout get games, we're going to hopefully have at the start of the season as well. They're going to get on that uh, that goalkeeper's back so quickly. Even the friendly games, I felt it. There's only two thousand fans there. And I felt it. <laughs> or uh, a single mistake in him early in the season. Otherwise, he's going to get. Absolutely destroyed, isn't and it? he's not a character to give it some either. I think no, he, he, I think mm. he'll melt. I think he'll melt under the pressure. I really do think that. Go on, Dan. I don't know if anyone did watch the uh, the England Women's World Cup game earlier, but for, for England's sixth goal, the China impression did the best George Long impression I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it was. It, I'm sure we've all seen the clip from Fortuna Sifnard. It was a <laughs> carbon copy of that, except fortunately the England player was able to put it in the back of the net. Which in the championship this season, if Long does that, he will be picking the ball out of the back of his net. I saw someone say the other day he got rounded by the keeper. I mean, rounded by the player. No, the ball bounced over him. <laughs> <laughs> he just misjudged it completely. I feel for him. 
But I, I just I can't see him rising to it. Go on, Ben, you're gonna come in. I was gonna say, I was gonna chuck out some jewels on positivity because I was a fan probably longest out of the chat than anyone else, and I did give him the benefit of doubt for most of the time. He has put in a couple of decent performances for us. The Sheffield United game sticks to mind. We made a few unbelievable saves. So look, let's give let's get some sort of behind him some way, shape or form just help him a little bit. I'm yeah, but Ben, I'm Ben, I'm gonna I'm sorry. I'm gonna bring us back down to earth it. I know I'm sorry, but I'm gonna let the James Ward Prowse at this point in time is still a Southampton player. How many times is he gonna shoot from outside the box when we play him in both games at this point? But so but it's like Betfair have cancelled the market. Betfair have cancelled the market for over hundred and five shots in that game from Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> I think long lost me. I was up there with Ben at a hole, and I think long lost me that game for that guy. We can see, to be honest. And I didn't, I didn't, he didn't lose me, but I just I don't, I don't back him as a chapter goalkeeper. But there we go. Hopefully, we sign someone in and we can talk about that soon. Um, what will be our biggest winning match score in a single game? So I'm looking for a scoreline and also who it will be against. Just a bit of fun, complete guess. I'll come to you first, Dan. Who will be our biggest win and who will it be against? I'm gonna go. Final home game of the season against Plymouth. I think we're going to win that one. I'll go four 0 I just think that they'll they'll be up by then, so they'll come to us probably feet on the beach. We still might have something to play for. I think we might, uh, and if not, they'll at least want to give the fans a good send off. So that's going to be where I think our biggest win's going to come from this season. Like it, Stephen. Well, I think we're going to give someone an absolute hammering at some point at home this year. I'm gonna go five. We're gonna we there we are going. I, I can assure you, all laughing at me. We are gonna give someone an absolute hiding at some point this year, and I'm gonna go with Huddersfield. Right, interesting. Uh, ben, I'm going. On, sorry, I just want to say I'm going. On, he's going on the basis there. Neil Warnock won't be in charge at that point. Because <laughs> we know what's going to happen if Neil Warnock's in charge when he comes down the bend. And he's going to be talking about afterwards. I'm like, man Mark's seeing him out of the game. I knew he's their best player. I had to man mark him out of the game. <laughs> All right, Ben, I'm going to go for before you, mate. I'm going to say we're going to beat Bristol City 4-0. First time game of the season. The John Berylson effect. It's going to be an absolute blockbuster. We're going to come out of the blocks and absolutely blitz him. Go on then, Ben. Over to you. Yeah, that'll be unbelievable. And I really hope that does happen. But I'm going to say, because we have been due to give this lot of right hiding, that... Boxing Day is going to be an unbelievable one, and we're going to spout them lot from down the road 5 0. And we're going to go Stevens 5 past QPR. Oh, that'll be a nice little Boxing Day treat, wouldn't that? Right. Obviously, if you are watching or listening, I will post these in the comment section and also in the show description. So please reply with your predictions as well. It'd be great to get your takes on this as well if you're listening and watching. Um, what will be our biggest defeat, guys? I don't know. Actually, I won't. Uh, Stephen, you can go first. You hate me go first. You, so go on. <laughs> um, biggest defeat. I'll go three nil at, at Southampton. Okay. Well, we've said that. I said that we won't get thrashed this year. Is three nil thrashing? No. I think if it's four and above, it's a thrashing. Can we agree to that one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we'll lose. Uh, oh. I think we'll lose four two at Ipswich. There you go. That's how we expect to see them. Dan, what about yourself? 4 1 at Southampton, just because we have got some firepower this season. I think we'll score in most games, so 4 1. I just think also 
there'll be goals in a lot of games. I like, I like this guy. This is good. Ben, a bit of fun, obviously, as well. What's your prediction, mate? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just looking at Leicester's squad. My fact, they've still got Ineacho, Pats and Daka. Um, it's scaring me a little bit. And I think them to running at Murray Wallace could be a sight. Um, I'm going to go 4-1 at Leicester. There you go. Biggest defeat. Bit off topic. What's the one away day we look forward to most of the season? Um, especially Dan. What will you look forward to the most? Uh, I'm going to say Plymouth just because I'm going down there for a couple of days to see my mate um, staying in Cornwall. So that'll be a nice little break for myself. So just on a personal basis, clear. Tuesday night in Plymouth. I've done the one where we won 5 2. Gregory scored four goals and it kicked off afterwards. I think that's why it's a Tuesday night again. Go on, Stephen. How about yourself, mate? One you look forward to the most? Probably one that most people would say, but I'm looking forward to going to Leicester. Um, I've preemptively booked off and um, books a little bit of time off because it's midweek in December, I believe. Um, so I'll, I'll pencil that one in. I'm looking forward to going there. I'm going to go Leeds away. I can't believe no one's gone Leeds. I can't wait to go back to Leeds. Absolute blockbuster the way they. I can't wait for that real atmosphere up there um, from both sides, and we'll see what happens. Um, right, next question. Who will be the fans' player of the season? Go on, Ben. Over to you, mate. It seems you just whack at me in that one. <laughs> My hero, Billy Mitchell. Um, I think he'll be plans player, fans player of the season, and I think he'll win player of the season as well. Excellent. I think I agree with you. Mine's Billy Mitchell as well. Uh, Dan, I, I I do think Billy Mitchell. Um, but I, I again, I want to say something different, so. I might go with Jake Cooper just because if he's having to put up with Murray Wallace and Sean Hutchinson either side of him every week, then I think he probably deserves a sympathy vote at least. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the positivity from Dad today, by the way. I'll, I'll keep this in mind. Stephen, who's your fans? Who's going to be the player of the season? Uh, I, don't, I, I would like to be different, but I don't think I can be. I think Billy Mitchell. I think he'd have won it last year, hands down, and he'd not be injured, and I think he's just going to be even better this year. So, uh, I don't see anything different there. Absolute clean slate. <laughs> Who's going to win Young Player of the Season, Stephen? Uh, well, funny enough, um, Ben texted me earlier because we were talking about this. And we don't know if a Young Player of the Year can actually win it like back-to-back. This is voted for by the manager, isn't it? So, they may pick. And I guess they could, but I'm working on the assumption that maybe not, that, he, that they wouldn't pick the same player two years in a row. And I, I think... Um, Amaku is going to have a really, really strong impact on the squad. So I think the obvious for most people would be SA, but I think Amaku is, is going to be a bit of a um, bit of a bright spot for us this year. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Dan, who's going to be able to play the season for you, pal? I am going to go with SA, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing, hopefully, SA and Amaku light up the pitch whenever they play together. I think it's going to be a great combination, both of them running down the wing. Um, I think they're going to have fullbacks terrified. Ben? Yeah, same reasons as Stephen. I'm going to go with Mamaku. Interesting one, though. Does anyone know if you can be voted no season? No, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. I feel like maybe Billy Mitchell won it two years in a row. I might be wrong. Yeah, it might have been all right. Um, and then the last question, guys. This is the best one, I think. Um, will Gary Rowett still be middle manager at the end of the season? Over to you, Ben, first, please. <laughs> I don't feel like I've been overly positive tonight. And um, my answer here isn't probably... Well, I don't know. Some fans might think this is a good thing. I, I, I don't think he will be middle manager at the end of the season. 
And I just think that's going to be because I think naturally as a fan base, as well as he's done, and I don't think people can really say otherwise. Cause I do think he has done well as a real manager. I think naturally expectations go up. I think this year, we, we've said it a few times now, the league's is as hard as it's, it's been, <clears throat> as long as we can all remember. So I just don't think we're going to achieve what he would like us to achieve, what the fans or most fans probably expect us to achieve. So I could just see him, I don't know, maybe January or something like that, if we're not doing as well as we, we possibly could be saying, look, I've, I've taken Mill as far as I can, want a new challenge. And I've said it a few times now, it might even be a case of a bigger club, bigger budget comes into him, uh, comes in for him and he wants to move back up to the Midlands or towards the North. So, yeah, I, I just, I do feel, and again, I said it earlier with the players, it might just be that cycle now. Um, I hope he does stay, just to caveat with that. I, I, I would like him to stay, but I don't think he will. Stephen, what do you reckon on that one? I mean, I, I personally agree a little bit with Ben. I think, you know, I do think it, I think Rowett, I don't think Rowett's itching for an exit, but I do think how much longer can he still be the middle manager for as well as a kind of soak in my head a little bit. I don't know what you think. One of the big questions I don't think anyone or people may not have thought about is the fact that we've got a new owner. Mm. Berylson was very, very loyal to his his managers. He did it with, with Holloway, did it with uh, Harris, and, and uh, now Rowett. So, you know, the new, the new. Obviously, it's his son, so he's probably going to have a very similar, you know, ways about him. But he's his own man, and he might look at it at Christmas and go, "No, it's not working. Sorry, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a change." I am gonna, I am gonna go against perhaps what I've just said there and, and say that you know, if it isn't going well, I think that the, the the new chairman won't hesitate to get rid. But I think will be, I think he will stay. I think he'll go at the end of next season because I think what will happen. We'll be competing again. He'll get us in a position again to perhaps be in and around the top six, probably fade away a bit earlier this time and then go, I, I don't think I can take the club further anymore. And and that'll be that. Is there an argument here? I, I like to this, Stephen, but is there an argument down that perhaps maybe we start the season very well and then someone like Southampton don't and Russell Martin goes? Bad example because I think we'll be quite secure there. But maybe Brown gets a job from... Leeds, I don't know. Let's, let's throw that out there. Maybe he's itching to go elsewhere. What do you reckon, Dan? Yeah, I I would say based on his style of football, um, which you know it isn't the most attacking minded. Um, if he was to leave for a bigger club, I think it would be because we've started okay and said bigger club hasn't, and it's also closer to the Midlands where he's from. Um, I was a little bit surprised. I think when he you know, did stay on. I, I thought he might have gone based off Blackburn. You know what? I, I think I've had enough here. That was my best shot. Um, so, but then obviously with what's happened in the summer, he probably wants to give it one last shot for for the club. Um, do I think he'll be our manager for the final game at Swansea? Yes. Do I think he'll be the manager that starts the 2024-25 season off in the dugout? No. It's an interesting topic too. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be highs and lows of season, and we'll be discussing all sorts of like palpitations and what we'll be receiving from Gary Wright. Um, but yeah, I think that is probably everything for today, and that is all the predictions I've got for you guys. Thank you for doing it on the spot, Ben. You're you're smiling away over there, mate. You're all right. <laughs> I know, just really really enjoyed it, mate. Really good fun. Yeah. I'm just kind of glad to hear that. Go on, Steve. Just just put in for anyone that's listening. Probably more on YouTube. If you can just put in the comments, rank one to four. So one being who's absolutely waffling 
and four being who's the most negative out of the group and just put us in order because I'm sure there'll be some people listening to us going, what are they talking about? The most negative yeah, no, there's one to four and there's there's Dan down in hell because he's, <laughs> he's absolutely blasted to come tonight. <laughs> but yeah, thanks guys for joining me and thanks everyone for listening and watching. Um, yeah, Ben, thanks for coming on. Dan, thanks for coming on. And Stephen, thanks for coming on, chaps. Much appreciated. We'll be back on Friday to preview the first game of the season away at Middlesbrough. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And be sure to like the video and leave a comment below and leave your own predictions. Thanks for watching. See you soon. Bye-bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.